0: Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Begging of you, please go in my hall. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. Please just keep us safe from COVID. All. This virus is beyond compare. Spiky bursts of auburn hair that COVID. That Corona Emerald Green. Lockdown's to bubble, the spring, your bubble's soft like summer rain. The whole world waits alone for you, vaccine. We talk about you in our Zooms, we're desperate to enter rooms, but safely, when we've taken you, vaccine, and I can easily understand, COVID could Take my grand, but you don't know what she means to me. Vaccine, 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 no. vaccine Hello and vaccine.
1: good evening. My name is Josh. I'm joined, as always, by Aaron and Bob. We're the folks who help going to be fine. the method of the madness. and the unreasonable. It makes sense out of nonsense because this is OK. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing this evening?
2: Great. How are you guys?
1: Fuck! Great. How
2: are you guys? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello, I thought that was my I'm I like, oh shit!
2: I turned <laughs> out my <laughs> <heroin> <laughs> headset. Shut your mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to pretend that didn't happen. <sighs> I, on the other hand,
1: I'm doing great because I love folksy songs about heroin. Like when he's talking about the COVID, that's his like personal depression and you know uh, anxiety, right? About about life and nihilism, and then like the the shooting himself up in the arm. Also, right. he, he does the
3: thing about the auburn hair because it has the stupid red thing. Remember when the pictures were first coming out? Like, that's not what it looks like. Like, it doesn't have red fuzzies on it. They oh, just, the
1: mold, the multi grape picture, you mean?
3: Yeah, they, they had basically like a crunch berry. Like, at first it was like green and purple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just all settled on the red one for whatever reason. So now he's like, oh, COVID with its auburn hair. And he's like, like dude, this is that's an artist rendition of what covid supposed to kind of look like. Dude,
1: when are we getting our oops all corona cereal? <sighs>
3: <laughs> You're nice. eating it right
2: now. <laughs> uh, I love how he worked in uh zooms in that
1: referring to zoom calls. I don't know if you guys caught that how much or not. Did they pay him for that? I of course I caught it. I was I was wondering how much they paid him for that. And you the rhyming it- grandma in there too. <laughs> killing gran uh oh, geez
2: so sad mean, i would have so, taken it for a Mima guy but uh
1: grand that works doesn't too. yeah
2: that doesn't really inspire me to go get the vaccine it kind of puts me in a in a you know somber mood not, <laughs> not i got a not topic one.
3: that'll inspire you tonight though Oh, geez. but first bob where can people <laughs> call in to talk about how much they love the vaccine songs
2: oh perfect that's one eight thirty three 666 911. That's 1 833
1: 666
2: 911.
3: Strike
1: two Bob already. With two strikes. <laughs> was the same error. <laughs> I, was, I was making weird faces at you, hoping you'd get it. I thought he was going to nail it, but he didn't. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> Wait, what
2: was the mistake again?
3: No, I did it perfectly. Second time, you say the
1: actual numbers. Or the, the single digits. Yeah. yeah. You say the uh, actual
3: numbers, then you use single digits and you keep saying 33. You can't help yourself. Uh, it's, it's the Jew it's, coming out in you. It's
2: too. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm leaving the 666 alone. <laughs> uh, okay,
3: guys. So tonight, I have a super kind of out there thing. It's not really a conspiracy theory as much as it is just my own personal theological belief that I want to make a case for being true. And that is the post-millennial kingdom. Would any of you know what that
1: entails? Like, plus, post-millennial? You mean like Gen Z, the Zoomers? Yes, that's exactly the, right. their, their kingdom, kingdom is going to be like a, a, an earth on fire because we're destroying the, envi- the, destroying the environment. So like this is just the, the fires of hell, man. That, that's what I'm hearing.
3: Well, there's fires in this one too, but different ones. Um,
1: Bob, do you, do you know
2: what this is?
3: Yeah. Do you know, uh,
2: I, <coughs> the time is? I, I sort of, it's kind of like a retelling chronologically of, of human history in regards to the Bible. So it's like every, everything that we have now is all kind of wrong and, uh, it's like much sooner in the, in the actual timeline than, than we like to perceive it is.
3: Well, it's partially that that's part of it. But the, um, what it is, is in, uh, Revelations, uh, or ba- uh, okay, I'll just start it off. It's a form of preterism, <laughs> okay. Which what? is uh preterism is where the belief where most or all of biblical prophecies have already come to pass. So, like all oh, of the prophecies, okay. from, like Daniel and Revelations and stuff, have already happened.
2: Yeah. So, my understanding is you're using specific times and like historical points and times and tying them to biblical prophecies, right? Yes, and kind of changing up the uh, the historic timeline from there.
3: Really, post really the only thing that's changed is that you're, uh, like anything post Jesus, post fall of Rome, like, okay, is kind of not is retold incorrectly on purpose historically, but like Old Testament, you know, human history, you know, BC stuff is mm-hmm. fairly accurate. Okay. So, so what
1: I'm hearing is that you're uh, revising the models so that uh, our our observations fit it better. Our, our predictions about um, sorry, prophetic occurrences, fit it is better. It's gonna be
3: the real Armageddon. I, you're doing
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're revising history like they revise the models. That's that's my uh, parallel. Okay, so the
3: prophecies, in particular, that I'm referring to that I, th- I don't think that everything in the Bible has come to pass because there's like final judgment and a final you know basically judgment day judgment day hasn't happened yet that's like the last thing um, that's the only thing that hasn't happened yet in my opinion so where I get this from is uh, in the Bible it talks about there's going to be a thousand year reign where Jesus comes back rules on earth With a bunch of people that are resurrected in the first resurrection. There's actually three resurrections in the Bible. So, like, the first resurrection, Jesus comes back. All the people that died in his name while he was alive and up until he comes back are resurrected to rule with him after he takes control of the earth. And then they rule for a thousand years, and his message gets spread across the ends of the earth. And then after a thousand years, they all go away, and Satan's unleashed on the earth. So Satan's uh, uh, wanders free up until Jesus comes back, the second coming. From the second coming for a thousand years, Satan's locked away. End of that, they all go away. Satan's let out for what is referred to in the Bible as a little season, then final judgment. So I think we're in that little season, and I want to make a case for that.
2: So, oh, okay, I was under the understanding like we're in the rule of, of Satan right now.
3: Yes. That okay. Is what yeah, that, that's the little, okay. season, the little season, said, season where, where post,
1: he's, post the Jesus millennium, he's oh, re rele- okay. released so
3: after the thousand years that Jesus was here.
1: So I think Jesus
3: was literally here for a thousand years ruling the earth.
1: And then everyone is like raptured up, you said? Was, is, is that how that was it supposed to It doesn't actually
3: happened? say, there's never actually a mention of the rapture. In the Bible, there is no rapture. I don't think the rapture is a real thing.
1: We they're, said they're all like, you know, leave or taken away. It taken says up. they go
3: away. Just the people that were ruling with him for a thousand years. The ones that got resurrected mm. in the first resurrection, which is the people that got killed in his name from like 0 AD or like 1 AD from the birth of Christ till uh, Jesus comes till the second coming. Anyone that died in his name gets resurrected to rule with him on earth for a thousand years. And they go away and unleash Satan. Satan has to go on a thousand year timeout. Unleash Satan. He gets a little season, which I presume just means less than a thousand years. And then final judgment at the culmination Wait, so when of a is, huge war.
1: When is the second coming of Jesus supposed to be then? Because if it's only like a couple hundred years after his death, then uh, we'd be, you know, not too far from a thousand years at this point into the little season.
3: Exactly. This is why, this is where I, um, well, I think it's been about two to three hundred years of the little season. Let's put it that way. Because, like I said... Okay, it, so we
1: got like a 700-800 AD um, Jesus the second coming. Is nope. that supposed to align with the dark? No, no, I don't
3: think it's been well, 2,000 years since Christ.
1: Okay,
2: so, well, Christ resurrected, ruled for a 1,000 years, and then... Uh, Satan has under a thousand years you say to rule yeah I, I okay, they
3: say a little season i don't I can't make a yeah. prediction on that. I just assume that since they say thousand year reign very explicitly and then they say a little season in comparison to that, I assume that means less than a thousand years
2: mm, I see
3: I don't know how much less, but I assume less, probably less than half, like less than five hundred, okay, but um, this is where I get this from. Um so I guess when it comes to the Bible, I always assumed a lot of it was metaphor. I never took much of it literally. Um once I came to the conclusion that the earth is flat, it makes a lot of the Bible make a lot more sense if you take it completely literally. It's kind of insane, actually. So Matthew 16, 28, Jesus is talking uh to his followers and he says Verily, I say unto you, there be some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the Son of Man coming in His kingdom. So he literally tells them that some of them aren't even going to die when he comes back.
1: I think, yeah, I remember that being a oh sorry, I remember that being a big point of focus or something um, you know unexpected that. During the apostles and a lot of the followers of Jesus' lives that Jesus didn't return in like sixty a d or whatever um so so uh, supposedly you're saying that it actually did occur like that
3: I think so. I think somewheres around between like 68, 70 seventy a d um what I think happened they talk of then he talks about there's going to be a tribulation a time of great tribulation they, a lot of people say seven years. There's a lot of of uh, decoding prophecy to say precisely that it's seven years. So I, I don't Literology like to make that right claim. There. <coughs> yeah, there's a bunch of you know, schizo math you have to do to come to the conclusion that it's seven years. Um, where it's like a <laughs> Daniel prophecy where it's like, he says 70 weeks, but it's not literal weeks, and you have to do the, it's It's retarded. So um, I don't believe in the seven-year tribulation. But I think there was a tribulation. He said he explains that that will happen. Where I think the tribulation was was Emperor Nero when he lets Rome burn. You ever hear that he he played like
2: music while Rome yeah,
3: burned yeah. or danced while Rome burned? I, I love something.
1: that. I reference that that bit every once. Uh, Play, oh, I think he's playing piano or playing or like uh, a violin. Violin,
2: or, violin, yeah, or like a lute.
1: That's or like,
0: it.
2: Yeah, something like that, or a harp maybe. So
3: he lets Rome burn. There's the the burning of Rome. Everyone's pissed off at Nero. He, the people in the Senate hate him. The population hates him. He's kind of a psycho. Uh, he's just like castrating guys he thinks they're hot and then banging them constantly and then just like murdering people for at his whim. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he's insane. he looks He looks like Job of the Hut. like he's just this man made of fat rolls. like he's gross. Even on the coins that are minted in him, he just looks like a slug. And you know they had to be, like, as...
1: That's the flattering image. Yeah,
3: it's, like, as flattering as they possibly could to make Nero look as good as possible. He looks horrible.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I never heard that about him, but, you know. Oh, yeah, no, no, he's uh, crazy.
3: You Read some Nero. So, basically, um, a lot of people actually do make the claim that they think he's the actual Antichrist. At, they talk the about and, uh, it's another thing in the bible that they talk about there's going to be many antichrists and then they literally describe it's just people that are like actively opposing jesus christ i don't think there's like one guy who's the antichrist but yeah oh go ahead
1: within this framework like what would the antichrist even what's it even supposed to be like is it actually supposed to, are there you know angels demons that sort of uh you know, a, a pantheon for no, that's not the right word for uh of um theological beings.
3: It's not even a theological it's supposed to be a man. It's supposed to be like the opposite of Jesus as a man. It, it's it's I don't really buy that hundred percent. They're not that specifically clear on that either in the Bible. You gotta do a lot of like you know, your own interpretation to come to that conclusion. Um and there's specific quotes that say there's many antichrists. So I think that's just a general term not a specific person but anyways he blames the fires on christians he's Mm -hmm. and then he just starts slaughtering christians for like five to seven years like it's like a long period like from 63 until like 68 or like 61 to 68 something like that um and then nero in according to history um the Senate basically appoints this guy Gal- Galda, Galba, something like that, as uh, the head of the Senate, and he just they just say, we gotta fucking kill Nero. And his Praetorian guard, the Praetorian guard, they just say like, yep, fuck that guy, we're with you, and then they just hunt him down, and then he eventually, when they're closing in on him, kills himself in like 68 AD. Um, and then what we learn about the history of Rome is that it just slowly kind of dissipates over the next 400 years like almost to the date like 476 i think is what they credit well
1: that that's because there's more castration and more gay sex going on
3: yeah it's like it's basically just like uh not uh, you're like what happened at the fall of rome they're like well there's no specific event and they just kind of falls apart and there's random barbarian raids and then and then the Byzantine Empire's there. Like, hooray.
1: You know how you fall off of a dome that's actually a very steady, you know, like a, a two-mile-wide, one-mile decline sort of a situation? It's, it's that sort of fall. We're just, like, tumbling very, very slowly over the course of a few hundred years.
3: Yeah. So, like, double America's time. They just slowly crumble. It's a long period to just have, like, no specific event be the fall of Rome. There's, like, some... Immediately, four generals take over it just falls apart, so anyways, I think that part's kind of manufactured and horseshit and then where it comes in where they say they give uh the popularity of Christianity, they give credit to that to the byzantine Empire um and Emperor Constantine and Constantinople, and that's where like Christianity has a big boom. that's where all the fucking awesome cathedrals start popping up like the first ones and that's where they start building these like insane cathedrals like thousands of cathedrals are built in a span of yeah in span of a 800 to a thousand years just thousands and thousands of them like literally well you you see
1: they they just had an excess of artisans back then artisans and craftsmen and, and you know the skilled laborers back then
3: my favorite is like uh we were just we, before the show we were talking there's that basilica in barcelona
1: oh yeah sagrada familia it's, it's gorgeous
3: so that supposedly started in 1880 and then the guy that was building it died in 1926 they're still fucking trying to finish the thing you can't find just like the original construction photos to begin with and the new shit that they are putting on looks like hot garbage uh, the old stuff. The structure itself is uh awesome looking, but then like they have like these stupid like stained glass. It looks like Sauron's castle now. Like they've started adding like these big eyeball looking fucking stained glass pieces on it. Fucking oh, that's garbage.
1: what you mean. Okay.
3: So, um, that in with modern equipment is taking us a hundred and thirty years. They've been working on that the whole time.
1: Well they, no they, they only uh work on it when they have enough donations to um to fund working on it. So they take like five they, they like work on it five years have five year break. It's, it's so on and so on.
3: Oh, Fat Vatican's hard up on cash now. Dude, All you're straight
2: up you're straight up giving way too much credit to like modern construction too. Like shit I, I've, I've seen construction sites like sit empty and docile for months on end just because like the next crew can't get scheduled in. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: I don't know. This this Amazon site across the street from here, they're putting that up, you know, pretty actively, pretty quickly. They're <laughs> they've been the 10th floor of the structure right now. They've been
2: framing the building across the street from my office for like like a month and a half now. And <laughs> that's not the, the point. I, I'm talking, <laughs>
3: the my biggest point with this is even with modern technology and having cranes that can lift shit fucking 600 feet in the air for you even with that technology we're we suck compared to what they used to build like suck because they built thousands of these across europe in a span of a thousand years so you're talking four of these massive cathedrals a year to completion on average a completed cathedral every like four of them of the massive ones the actual basilicas and cathedrals not just a church and some of the just the regular churches look awesome. So, oh, yeah, um, they've been doing they start doing this all over Europe and they can attribute that to Constantine. So you're talking like five hundred eighty all the way to like fifteen hundred where they build most of these things. Um, I think all of that was built during the Millennial Kingdom. I think the reason that you saw such a resurgence of insane architecture, all Christian themed. And insane, like all the shit that they were building then, I think was actually under the reign, literally, of Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> now, now, Aaron, you you make a compelling case, but you're forgetting about one uh, very important factor for the millennial kingdom. Um, not many millennials own hammers uh, for from, from which <laughs> you know with, with which to build this shit.
3: Yeah, that's because we're in the little season and they're mocking the Millennial Kingdom by calling that <laughs> shitty
1: generation Millennial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So it's it's like a, a Marvel event where like, in the last two years, every event they've had, they've named it after an event from 20 years ago, like Devil's Reign and Heroes Reborn, but it's it no, has nothing to do with it. It's really just you know a, a shitty rip-off of another storyline. Okay, exactly okay. Like that makes a lot of sense. I don't so know that's any of those does. references. So so the 90s, the early 90s oh, Marvel... Oh, no. Hold on.
0: I'm referencing the, <laughs> <the laughs> you off there. You already made Kingdom. your point. You're not talking
1: anymore about comic books.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but yes, in essence, the devil just takes something and then in, subverts and inverts it and makes it shitty. And then when you think about it, you think of a shitty
2: version. It sucks. So... That's like all oh, um, Hollywood today. You could have just said that. It didn't have to bring up comic books, Josh. You could have just said all Hollywood. <laughs> hey, With,
1: I personally am very excited for Matrix Resurrection. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Another <laughs> subverted,
3: inverted Jesus story that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways.
0: Oh, Jesus
1: was trans?
3: Oh god. <laughs> Mute his mic. Mute him now. <laughs> So, anyways, I want to. Uh, this is uh, excerpt Matthew twenty four, twenty one, and twenty two. Wait, wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. wait, Oh, okay, so okay. Uh, I, I want to get the the kind of like the timing situated before we move on a little bit here because you we're said we're not moving
3: on. This is re going over him describing the tribulation.
2: Oh, okay. Because there's that you said four hundred years for the empire to to collapse about like four seventy six.
3: But I don't think uh, that's true. I that's the official y- story, the historical okay. like what they tell you. I think it ended abruptly in, like, right around 68 to 70 AD, right in that Uh, range.
2: I see. I see what you're saying. And
3: I take that from the Bible, which I now actually take literally because, as far as I can tell, it's all true, including the part about the earth being flat. Before, when they talk about the firmament, (laughs) you didn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Now I'm like, oh, I know exactly what he's talking about. Okay, this makes a lot of sense. This is oddly accurate now to what I'm observing. I... (laughs) <laughs> should probably pay attention more. So here's oh Jesus talking about the tribulation that he told his apostles some of them wouldn't even taste death before they see this. So Matthew 24, 21 and 22. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. So he starts talking about just like how it's going to be worse than you've ever seen it. Basically. And and those
2: who were chosen get get to have a, a, a less bad time.
3: Yeah. But for the elect's <laughs> yeah. sake, those days shall be shortened. Like, people's yeah. days will be shortened and no flesh be saved. So people are going to get fucking slaughtered. Which okay. happened during that Nero thing. I think that's what he's talking about. So... Then he talks about what will happen at the end of the tribulation when he comes back a few verses later, Matthew 24, verses 29 through 31. This is where, man, Jesus said some base shit in the Bible. Like, he sounds awesome. (laughs) Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven, which is why I think stars are angels. They actually are in Enoch. And the stars <laughs> shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken and then shall appear the sign of the son of man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn and they shall see the son of man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So that's. That's what he's, he's talking about, him coming... There's more description of him just coming down and, like, fucking killing people with swords and shit. It's awesome. So, this. and then in verse 34, when he's done talking about the tribulation and him coming down to fucking end the tribulation, he says, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. So he's literally... And, and so what happens... What I always grew up in, Wyatt, one of the reasons I thought the Bible is so stupid when I was growing up is obviously that didn't happen. This generation did pass. And then they have to like all the people that want to pretend they're Christian, but still believe in all the, like the modern history and modern space and the universe and all that stuff. They're like, Oh, well what they meant by generation is, and they have to like bend over backwards a thousand ways in order to say why this is still right. Even though obviously it's not right. But I actually think that, um, that's what like. That is what happened. And it ends, the tribulation ends with the sacking of Jerusalem and the destruction of the second temple, uh, which the first temple was destroyed by the Babylonians in 586 B.C. The second temple was destroyed by the Romans in yeah. 64 <laughs> A.D.? Or no. Uh, when did they destroy the second temple it's oh it's i think 70 ad 70 what, ad is when they destroy the second temple
2: who, what emperor did that
3: uh it's the flavian Empire. Hadrian? he might have been the i don't know if he was emperor i think he might have been a general or something i can't remember exactly who did it i don't think it's the hadrian stuff though no oh okay i don't remember the name but sorry i look it up look no, up okay. the destruction of the second temple <laughs> for anybody listening, that whatever Roman guy did it, he was probably based to sell.
1: So uh, the Roman army led by future Emperor Titus, with uh, Tiberius Titus. Julius Alexander as second in command. So Titus, um, for the yeah 70 A.D. siege of Jerusalem, where they destroyed the temple.
3: Yeah. So they destroyed the temple, the second temple, and all the Zionists want to build the third temple, which is in Judaism supposed to be right before the. Uh, the Messiah comes and saves the whole world or something. So basically Armageddon for them. They build the third temple and that like fulfills their own prophecies. I think like prophecies in Daniel and stuff. Um, So yeah, I actually believe Rome to be a singular catastrophic event where I, I don't think it's this 400 year period of a bunch of Oonga Boonga fucking barbarians rampaging their way through the kingdom occasionally until we end up with all of a sudden the Byzantines and they're building cathedrals. Like, that. that's complete horseshit to me. I think it, the plus, like, the difference between the, the Byzantine Empire and the Romans is so stark. Like, it's almost like a start of everything medieval Euro- Europe that you know starts there. So, like, all, we enter this insane golden age of architecture and art that, was never even we never even came close to in, I say Greece is the closest we came, and that compared to like medieval art and architecture is cave paintings. It is garbage comparatively.
2: What you mean like Greece compared to the Byzantine architecture?
3: Yeah, like you mean and, like the, and the
2: Pantheon and.
3: To, you know, go to the Vatican. What's the uh the Saint Saint John's Basilica? Is that what it's called? Saint Peter's. Saint, Saint Peter's. B- yeah. Saint Peter's. Dude, Saint Peter's Basilica compared to everything the Greeks ever did isn't even fucking close.
1: I've not been to the Hagia Sophia, but pictures make it look grander than Saint Peter's.
3: Oh, there's ones that are grander than Saint Peter's, but I'm just saying, like,
1: well, no, I'm talking about the one in in, in Constantinople in Istanbul.
3: <laughs> there's tons of them that are crazy, like the. Cathedral Milan is bananas.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I was looking through. Uh, I was looking through the video you linked, and like uh, the looking show clips. I, I just took out of the video what they're they're actually there. I think Cathedral Milan and the I think the Florence one was another grand one. Um, the Seville one I, I've been there, and that's just enormous. Um, and I, I just went to a side chapel. Uh, that's that's where I went to mass there. And, um, but yeah, the St. Peter's. It's you know it, it's excellent, but it's not the the, uh, the ultimate shining beacon or the the pinnacle of catholic architecture
2: i think the the one on the the french island out in the middle of like a swampland that one's
3: insane show
1: yeah Mont Mon Saint Michel is <laughs> that, that is uh looks insane
2: i need to like look into how they built that because that takes some uh medieval effort if i were to <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh
3: dude just i when i look at that one the first thing i think hey it's already impressive the building itself is already insane
2: it's but beautiful like, how yeah how the fuck
3: did but, they get the goddamn materials out there yeah like, that many do you know how long that how hard that was to ship that many materials out there it's crazy
2: they probably had to wait for it to not be like because i've seen it swamped out where like the water yeah, it's, levels. it's a land bridge
1: like half the day yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. that, that doesn't, you know, it's probably easier to ship stuff on a boat. Honestly, get that. That's cross, what I, that's what I was thinking. They probably waited it for it.
2: the water to come up and then ship it through boat. Um, no, if I all e- clear
1: though, it looks like it's uh, the cathedral's kind of on the top of the um, top of the hill there. So, the uh, Mont Saint Michel, the island, is makes up like a little spire or hill. And getting everything up there and constructing constructing it there is probably a, a difficult part. I'd imagine.
3: And not only that, France is building like fucking three of those things a year on average.
1: Yeah, France made uh they, they made the list quite a few times.
2: Well, what the hell do you do with all these peasants that live in the fucking gutter and have a good attention to detail? They like, can what farm are you, what are you shit farm? for you.
1: Okay. Oh, oh, excuse me, the attention to detail. Oh, oh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> we—they're too good for wheat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry.
3: So no, it took me I, a second to process the gutter, man. I enjoyed the setup. I enjoyed the setup for that. <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah, so so what What was so special about the Millennial Kingdom that made architecture, or, you know, why did they create all these cathedrals in that situation? Still, still the same as, you know, when you're saying today, where it's just this... In, well, the ruler is Jesus Christ.
2: I think that's the point.
3: Yeah, you're talking about the The ruler is a guy that knows everything, like, was there at the so, beginning of creation, you know, like...
1: Yeah, so what would it be con- similar to, like, an e- Egyptian sort of situation where they treat the pharaoh as a theocrat and a god himself and, like, you know, build a pyramid in his om- honor or whatever?
3: Oh, ki- kind of, yeah, uh, except it's all dedicated to god, but there's a lot of statues, and one of the things that i found is throughout all of European history, especially... Um they have a bunch of kings and actually a lot of like eastern like russian history like a lot of different historical figures all look like the same guy I'll have to bring that oh, in Oh yeah okay time. we
1: we owned this before yeah Where, What what was the name of the first guy
3: I don't remember but they all look like
1: the a same a bunch of guy. Ro-
3: royalty from It's just kings from like a like 1200 years of our history quote unquote are just like this. The king is the same guy. It's the same guy in a different outfit. Like same beard, same haircut, same like he literally looks like one of the kings on the playing cards, but a little younger. He looks like the king of hearts, but like thirty five instead of like <laughs> sixty, where he got sixty and fat. But it's just like it's the same. Either it's literal statues of Jesus, or it's just kind of like made up like it's almost like a generic like this is what a king looks like like you almost have like a trope of what a king looks like at the time
2: well i mean they're all like cousins and shit like that it's not too far off to just say that they're all slightly related and they all kind yeah, of yeah but like we, one we another. have a lot of cousins too. And I have a lot of cousins i don't look like any of them having long hair and beards back in the day was probably pretty common as well <laughs>
1: but dude like i mean uh, there's a resemblance uh to a a lot of classic images of jesus with a a lot of these kings um i'm imagining though that there was just some day at art school where they they brought in a model and like he just happened to be the guy they had on you know on staff that day
3: not even guys look at old art of like genghis khan he looks exactly the same too You know what the the depictions of Genghis Khan in in art is? When you don't go to woke current day, we can't be racist, so we gotta make him look like the most fucking Mongolian man on the planet. He's supposed to be like 6'3 with with red hair and a
2: red beard. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Genghis Khan. That'd be the greatest thing ever. They DNA test Genghis Khan and find out he's a Caucasian. Not even Caucasian. It's just more like
3: He's like literally Tartarian, like he's like Eastern <laughs> Russian. Yeah, but yeah, he's like a think like a almost like a big fucking Scottish guy or something like yeah. that's what they kind of describe <laughs> him as.
2: Thanks, I appreciate that call out by the way. <laughs> that Josh shout out.
3: is furiously fact checking this, but I, like I'll I'll have to bring it in. I, that's just something that I thought of. I'm just like, uh. He looks like how they describe the Tartarian Empire people, like he. That's how Genghis Khan looks, but he kind of has the same features as a lot of these kings throughout this time period. I, honestly, I don't know how much of medieval history is even true. There's not that many re- like so, his written record of books. Like, to have a book that's from 500 doesn't exist really. Like, when's Beowulf written? Beowulf's like the earliest writing oh, ever, yeah. and that's like 500 or something, isn't it? From that time, time period. That 500 BC. I was gonna say, isn't like Greek? You can't, it's hard to preserve books that long,
1: like, yeah,
3: it isn't No, 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 that's British, that's British. Beowulf's yeah, British. no,
1: Beowulf's no, no, but I think Bob's saying the old, older stuff was Greek, yeah, no, but like, say, you know, like an Oedipus Rex or a, something written by Homer. What was that actually recorded or written on, or was it kind of a thousand years of oral history, and then it was uh, written down by some monk in the seven hundred?
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's an original. Like those are stories that are rewritten and preserved because they keep getting rewritten more than. Oh, I found the original.
1: Oh, that's what you mean.
3: I found an original Homer like that. That doesn't exist because it's just like they have to find it in like an air sealed fucking container in a cave that like got buried. Or else it just
2: it's already crumbled to dust by now. Well, unless it was like, you know, carved into a stone or something like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. If something is on yeah. a tablet or in stone, then then it can be preserved that long. And we have plenty of artifacts that old.
2: Yeah, and a lot of libraries that are like
3: that get preserved because they get rewritten. Like it gets they would re, you know, monks and shit would just rewrite text over and over and over again. And that's how it gets yeah. preserved, not because they have like this is the book in this glass container. Like and it's a like it's an original uh Pokemon card or something. You're trying to keep in mint condition. <laughs> I think that's how people think it though. Like yeah, they're like, Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. the book. And you're like, No, it's not. You can't keep a book for a thousand <laughs> Try to keep a book on your bookshelf for like ten years and it's already fucking falling apart. You're like, Jesus. Hell, Christ. Hell, like
1: comic book collectors are autistic enough about how they uh what you would call it um vacuum seal their, shit how, and, yeah vacuum seal how they slap their books and like what um yeah vacuum seal and keep it away from natural light and like have to kind of redo it every five or ten years because if you no, if you don't open it or don't it, it, it's not perfect so like it's and that's for you know modern printed stuff and all the things you're looking at there from you know the, the 30s so it's, yeah uh, and that looks it's less like than it will years. fall apart
3: if you breathe on it too hard
1: yeah exactly I mean, so some of the stuff back then it was you know printed on newsprint and intended to be uh, cheap mass media uh, literature, or cheap mass media product. But um, you know, even stuff from let's say that's been well preserved, it's very hard to preserve. Uh, and these people are autistic and have modern technology to do it.
3: Gotcha. Um. Oh, well, back on the topic, just to finish this, the part one up of this, because I just want to go through to, like, um, a lot of this I take biblically. So, like, people listening, I I can't, like, prove any of this. I'm looking at, like, these structures that I just look at what they say medieval area and dark ages and shit were, and I don't believe them, because the, the structures don't add up to what they say was happening at the time, in my opinion. And then I... Mix that with the fact that the Earth is fucking flat, and the Bible is 100% right about everything, as far as I can tell. So I'm just gonna look at this literally. And uh, so, for as far as like the resurrection, when Jesus comes back, wipes out, wipes Rome off the face of the Earth, starts the Millennial Kingdom. Here's why I think there was like this is what they talk about when they say like a first resurrection. Um, there's actually three resurrections in Revelations. People don't realize that either. There's a, a first, a second, then judgment day and a re-resurrection so you can receive final judgment by God. But um, this is what have to
1: go through crucifying Jesus every single time.
3: Yeah. So I think the <laughs> first two resurrections have already happened. Uh, and the third resurrection is like the final judgment day, which happens at the end of the little season, which we currently are in. So Dude, I is-
1: love 2030, <laughs>
3: 2025, Josh. <laughs> please 2030 is when you'll own nothing and be happy
2: <laughs> yeah but 2025 is when we get to the moon again oh, oh there we go true. that's when we, we don't want to w- jump ahead of all the fun yeah that's when we crack the firmament and shit really starts happening
1: <laughs> that's it's like we failed the tower of babel but you know when we finally make it to the moon in 2025 that's when we'll reach god and you know. Th- fight him on the moon or whatever however that goes <laughs>
2: on the moon. there's a final fantasy
1: game about, a final fantasy <laughs> game about that right
2: <laughs> this sounds about right yeah i think that was uh yeah final fantasy 10 2 i believe <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> fucking chicks dancing
2: yeah okay <laughs>
3: Sorry, before your souls are damned (laughs) to hell, do you want to hear about
2: the first resurrection? Only if there's a little bit of redemption in in it for us. So here's the
3: here's the verses (laughs) that I get the first resurrection from. This is where they're talking specifically about the first resurrection post Jesus coming out and killing Romans. First Thessalonians four sixteen. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump. Trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And then in Revelations twenty four through seven, Revelations is where it gets real fucking comic booky. I'm sure Josh will perk up at that. And Revelations twenty verse four <laughs> through seven, and I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus, and for the word of God and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. And then the, the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished is the second resurrection. Saying that's the first resurrection. So the first resurrection is the people that, the blessed ones that we're about to talk about and then uh the second resurrection is the people that live again after the thousand year reign. They resurrect the unbelievers basically that Jesus came down and murked. So basically a bunch of romans get re-resurrected later. Oh um, fuck yeah. To like get a second shot. <laughs> not in a like not during tribulation time. So then um it said but blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such, the second death hath no power. Uh, and second death, in later in Revelations, what they talk about that is when God judges you and you die again and either go to, like, heaven or you, go to, you get thrown in the pit of fire with Satan. Um, just seeing people know what that means. Um, second death has no power because you, you're already judged, basically, and you've been judged good, so you're good to go if you got resurrected that first time. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. Those are the verses that I get that from. There's actually more, but I don't want to bore everybody with that. I thought Those ones are the most poignant. Um, but there's a lot of verses that back that up in Daniel and a lot of them that be all throughout the Bible. But, um, yeah, I think we went through the thousand years. I think a second resurrection happened and since then we've been slowly on a downward trend from what I would say the peak of our golden age was when we were building all this cool shit. And that's because we don't have the morality of literally Jesus helping rule us. This is what happens when you live life in just sin with Satan running around tricking people constantly. And you don't have to believe me about flat Earth and shit like that, but you look at the coronavirus and uh, it kind of seems like the Earth is being run by a guy that has the title of the Great Deceiver. I, in my opinion,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, like COVID and our
3: foreign. So, so it was the whole
1: Antichrist thing. And our how many are supposed systems? to exist at a given time? <laughs>
3: It, there's no. That's just a generic description. There's but, no
1: limit to antichrists. Okay. <laughs>
3: no, but like, think about just the the kind of cataclysmic deceptions that you've witnessed, like in your own lifetime. Like, I, I was. I know I've said this a bunch of times on the show, but it's like, I was totally the turn the Middle East into a parking lot. Yoo-hoo! Pew pew pew! Like fucking firing my six <laughs> shooters in the air. Like God bless America. We better. Kill all them Muslims. Like, I, I got tricked into that shit. It's constant just pitfalls and traps for you to fall fall into that will just morally degrade you.
1: So what I'm hearing is uh, get some hand tools, develop that attention to detail, and uh, you're fast on your way to heaven.
2: Well, actually, yeah, you're not too far off there, Josh. <laughs>
1: Did I did I sound sarcastic?
2: A little bit, yeah. It came off a little sarcastic. You had that tone of voice.
3: Oh,
1: excuse me, <laughs> that happens sometimes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so yeah, that's that's part one. Um, I'm want to do a second part, uh, either next week or the week after, about uh, second resurrection, why I believe that happened, and kind of when, and uh, some evidence for that, and why I think we're in the little season
2: that route. So when. When do you think the Millennial Kingdom ended then?
3: Between two and three
2: hundred years ago.
1: Which, from Jesus' birth, is what year? Like, A.D.? I
3: don't know. I, I, I really don't know. Probably
1: 200
2: 200, And I guess thirteen
3: hundred to fourteen hundred. Okay. it's technically what we're in. Somewhere in that range. Thirteen hundred to fifteen hundred. Because it was 70 A.D. when he came back, so eleven seventy would be Millennial Kingdom. So I guess thirteen late 1300s or late 1400s somewhere in that range is where we're actually at in the timeline in my
2: opinion so almost around the time of the united states of america being founded basically as well
3: yeah actually (laughs) i think slightly after i think actually just after that i think it was actually like the early 1800s i think a lot of yeah I, I just well yeah, it, it ties it. into
2: what we were talking about last week with the secret societies and their involvement with a the, the creation of this nation and also just their ties in all of like the world wars and everything like that. that's that kind of stuff. those secret societies started kicking off around that time.
1: And when the Freemasons transitioned from being a group about masonry to being a social group, is about exactly when we, you know, when that would have ended, that, that period of yeah. amazing architecture and construction would have ended. <laughs> hmm, interesting. When
2: all the stonemasons started playing shuffleboard with each other, and just that.
1: <laughs> exactly. Shuffleboard <laughs> is the downfall of society. These <laughs> leisure activities. Even, uh,
3: even, like, during the Thousand Year Reign, like the Earth is still populated by mostly human beings, which struggle with sin constantly. Even though I would argue that's a much easier time to maybe be a little more pious because there's just a lot more evidence of it. But there's people that are like, why does he get to be king? I need to, and like murdering his neighbor to like steal shit. You know, like that, that still happened. It's not like I think there's this thousand years where everybody was perfect and it was like, leave it to Beaver at all times, but even cooler. Like that's but, not well, what I think.
2: It was just a thousand years of moral guidance and, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, As
3: good a moral guidance as you possibly had, and there does seem to be a period of time where uh, there was a much bigger religious fervor, and the creation that came during that time was pretty impressive, even though how they tell you about it in history now is it was a horrible time where everyone just constantly was dying of disease and oppressed, and no one could read, and uh, everything sucked. That's how they try to tell you that that period of time was all the time. But well, then, then at, we
1: got the the Renaissance and the Enlightenment, and uh, society got marginally better.
3: Once sign Once an apple fell on Isaac Newton's head, from there on, it was just looking up for us the whole time, and everyone's smart now. No, oh, I know, I know what the story is. I think it's all horseshit. But thirty
2: thirty percent of people don't have inner monologues, but go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking hell okay so the one problem i have with this is it's it's sort of like eurocentric in the sense where uh does the bible describe the kingdom enveloping all of the all of the flat earth or the world in your opinion yes yeah, yeah. And i
3: okay. do think it did i actually again I'm only because i only know this because i was such a fucking nerd with uh with um history when i was a little kid yeah but the mongolians were freedom of religion and they became super christian during marco polo's expeditions and stuff they became very very it became a very like christianity spread through asia like very successfully um shit my girlfriend Chinese, or my wife now, shit, my wife now. Jesus Christ, uh, oh my god. <laughs> cut that cut, her whole that, post. Cabbage, cut
1: that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, her whole family's Christian. They're all Chinese. Like, why, how did that happen? You know what I mean? Like, they...
1: Well, was Singapore ever, like, a British colony or something? What's the what's It the history was, of Singapore? but that's
3: actually not okay. even where they, like, converted. They got converted by... Uh, fr- like friends that are there, but they have a bunch of like they have a, like all of her friends have all have Christian names, and yeah, it's just it's weird. It's there's a lot more Christianity that was in those regions than you think, and even Islam, once you actually start looking at Islam, uh, they have a disagreement about Jesus being the Messiah, and honestly, that's fine. Like, I can't prove that. Um, but they like are like Jesus, peace be upon him. Like he's a great prophet. Like, he's just
1: yeah, another yeah,
3: yeah. That's a, <laughs> like, a, a lot of. We don't believe that Jesus died for our sins, but, but they only believe that because they don't believe that Jews are capable of killing Jesus. It's like that's actually like a... <laughs> super base. Literally, Yo, yeah, yeah, no, That's like I'm like man, you guys are better at this than I am. That's a that's a yeah, great mindset. fucking Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't, yeah, fuck fuck those guys. They definitely didn't kill Jesus.
0: (laughs) Not because they're, like,
3: trying to, like, they don't degrade him at all. Like, he's very important in their religion. And then they're like, yeah, no, Jews can't kill Jesus. Funny out of your mind. (laughs) So
0: So
1: we covered the rest of the Earth. But uh, what about the other planets out there with intelligent life? Were they included in the Millennial Kingdom? Another no planet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> those are angels that you're uh, seeing up in the nice I got sky. <laughs> Didn't you hear him earlier? Those According are, to Enoch, yeah. yeah. Those are
3: those are angels, fucking stuck in the firmament. Those are like actually punished angels. A lot of them.
2: By the way, what was that passage you read earlier where he described raining fire down from the heavens? The stars raining fire down. What what passage? Oh was yeah, that? all
3: the stars would fall from heaven.
2: Yeah, because and- that was fucking badass. By the way, you could make a a, a good movie out of something like that if you do it right. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: Bob, what? we're talking about the Bible, not just some uh, cheap book to sell the rights to Hollywood from. Like, I'm trying to bring the righteous back to Hollywood. Fuck you, Josh.
3: <laughs> They're actually, and um, this is another thing I have to bring in at some point, but I've never brought it in because it's too visual. I've never brought this in because it's too visual, but if you guys look into architecture out there, like there's a lot of evidence for like these, a lot of buildings being burned from the top down. Like in some like kind of like fucking crazy cataclysmic event, like all over
2: the world. You mentioned this l- last week, uh, and I I looked yeah. into it and I couldn't really find anything.
3: I- I'll look for I'll look for it for <laughs> you. It, I'll look for it for it, you. But it it's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot.
2: I, I didn't put a whole lot of effort into it, is what I'm saying as well. But <laughs> <laughs> but
3: I I kind of think that that's that. Like, I think that might have been from 70 AD.
2: Well, it could have just been them breaking, like, coming through the firmament to wage war against us, you know? It could just be, like, it It could just look really cool from our perspective and it just not actually be fire, but, like, an, an army of angels coming to, like, behead all of us.
1: <laughs> maybe the plu—maybe the plutons from the Great Fire of Rome uh, dissolved a hole in the firmament. And like some of the the angels sh- shown through a little too brightly. Not your mockery. Not, none of your that's mockery on this episode, Josh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Lucky for you, robots don't go to hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: so, yeah, that's I'll, I'll talk about second resu- uh, resurrection on another episode and why I think that happened. But um, that's that's the post millennial kingdom.
2: So okay, well, I I have another not a question. It's kind of like an idea to bounce off of you because you, you mentioned in the yeah, Bible it said it. that there was multiple, um, antichrists. So sort yeah. of like he's almost sort of like reincarnating or having multiple like vessels. It,
3: no, no, it's not one. It's not a person. It's like a. It's almost like a term. It's like a oh, heretic. I see. I see. It, it's like that. It's not a. It's the antichrist. Like I. I think some people interpret it as a guy, but I I don't because there's like I think Paul literally is like there'll be many like these people that exhibit these traits are the antichrist like plural.
1: It's not like Jesus being the son of God, the antichrist being the son of Lucifer or something, or Uh, just Lucifer himself supposed to be right.
2: Yeah,
3: I I think he would he would fall under that category, but like I think a lot of People and demons probably do
2: but oh, okay. so that's what my assumption was with the Bible when it referred to the Antichrist, it referred to Lucifer himself. yeah, it might maybe it, oh, it might be okay. you know what I mean
3: it it could I, I'm not going to sit here and claim like I understand the fucking Bible, but I just have seen too many verses where they've pluralized it. so what the fuck does that mean if it's one guy?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking like functionality wise with this theory, like we were talking about how Jesus, there's all these portraits of all these kings of all around the world and they all basically look like Jesus. And I'm thinking it's like, is it just like he's using like a Dr. Manhattan power and he's like literally like the same person being the king of all these nations all at the same time in different vessels, basically like moving forward. I don't even think so. I think it's just
3: that he was... I, all the people that resurrected get, rule as judges and kings with him, they said, and so these people are probably like commissioning a statue to fucking Jesus uh, literally resurrected him. You know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Okay. they got people everywhere that are building this crap. Um, and He might have been hanging out in the Vatican back then. You know, you know who knows Ooh. where he
2: was? Oy vey. <laughs> <laughs> Before
3: it got oh dude, you look at you look at a lot of the stuff in the Vatican and it is awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I've been horrifyingly there, evil people took it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, so, the
2: Vatican's kind of a an eerie place. It, it's a bit of a weird <laughs> one. The,
3: the oh, Vatican Extremely. City,
1: Vatican Museum, or
2: like all, just all of it? The actual like cathedral
3: hall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the new stuff that they put in. Yeah, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know how crazy. new it is and, and stuff like that. But it's just well, the serpent head cathedral. Yeah, that's that's not old. That's not. From
2: the, <laughs> that's that's.
3: They don't claim that that one's from the 1300s. That one they built themselves.
2: Everyone knows that God always likes to represent himself as a snake, as a serpent head with like a <laughs> just a hellish
3: figure, like demon in the background. Like that. They're like, oh no, this is Jesus this, uh, before he got resurrected. It's like uh, it looks like he's coming out of hell, and when you look at it at a certain angle, it looks like a demon. So what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you don't you know what statue I'm talking about, right? Yes,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have It's
3: crazy looking.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. I need to look at it for some more context and detail, but I I do vaguely know what you're saying.
3: I would love to get to a point where we got to do like a live show for this because there's so many visual episodes I'd want to do that I just I don't. I try not to because they're, they're too.
1: Visual. The live show is it's just a slideshow, and it's like, isn't this crazy? Oh my gosh!
2: Gosh, I would do a lot better job than that. I would do. Okay, a job hear that. me out. Presents our version of a TED talk. <laughs> 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 kind of, yeah. <laughs> Aaron just sitting up there with one of those mics across his face. <laughs> It'd be oh, a God. TED talk with memes. <laughs> with memes and gay jokes. <laughs> Uh, I'm picturing Sam Hyde.
3: (laughs) We should wrap this one up and go on to... We have uh, a new segment today. Josh, I think you found a... uh... Oh, God. So Josh found a new Holocaust story.
2: Which is going to start a new segment for us. And it's going to be titled The Tales from the Holocaust.
1: Holocaust. So, on August 17th, 2012, Twitter user Daniela underscore Hill tweeted, Nazis killed my great-grandma's friend in Belgium by putting him in a giant freezer. He fell out and broke into pieces in front of her.
2: (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) This is some Terminator 2
1: Nonsense!
2: <laughs> fucking absolute nonsense. <laughs> I was
1: yeah. gonna say Han Solo, but that works too.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say fucking Demolition Man. I was like, wow, that her, works.
0: Her great grandma yeah. knew uh,
3: fucking Wesley Snipes. <laughs> oh
0: my
2: god! This absolutely has to be someone with modern Hollywood like recollection of all of these movies that we just mentioned, describing a story that she just her grandma probably said a completely different story. And then she just embellished it, being like a complete absolute retard, being like, oh, yeah, a human body could. Everyone thinks
3: that a Steven Spielberg movie happened to them.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it- it's completely insane. You, the, the fucking, yeah, your skin, the, the organ tissue, all these things, your bone, bones won't allow you to shatter into glass. Into, like, tiny, like, frozen pieces. Like, it's asinine. Yeah, Schindler's List, that happened to my grandpa. There was a guy
3: going around It was a super evil Nazi, and he's like, I pardon you. I pardon <laughs> you. And then he shot a guy in the head. And dinosaurs are real because they want to <laughs> try to chase me while I was in the oven. And,
1: <laughs> and then they started pouring gasoline in this guy's I think that's just the Dino chicken nuggets in the oven as well.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's so fucking <sighs> stupid. All Steven Spielberg movies are just bullshit that they want you to believe, dude. He might be the most psyop fucking director of all time. Aliens, dinosaurs, Holocaust, fucking you name it. He's got it. Aztecs pulling hearts out of people. Wasn't he part of the Indiana Jones? Yes. Any help with that?
1: Oh, crap. Okay.
3: (laughs) Dude, everything that guy fucking does is a fucking psyop, so you don't even understand your own reality.
2: Who would have guessed that Steven Spielberg was an operative? I don't know when he when he uh Bob.
3: fucked that he fucked that girl to death from the poltergeist movie. Yeah, that that tipped me off that he might be uh a bad guy. Excuse me, what happened? I don't know this story. Oh, a yeah, little blonde girl either. from the poltergeist was uh uh she died from internal anal bleeding on set. What? And they just said, "Oh, it's a thing that happens to kids her age occasionally. And no
2: one was convicted. What? Oh, Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, I did not know about that.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's uh, fucking insane. He's a horrifying person.
2: Wow. He's an antichrist, if you will. Okay. I get, I get, I get the point. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it home. Thank you. <laughs> All right. And for our last episode. Segment- I was just doing
3: that so we could name the episode Steven Spielberg Antichrist perfect
2: honestly and for our our old segment we have a new jingle for it you need to know what science discovered you
3: need to know today whether it's face or bones uncovered it's definitely
1: fake and gay Just keeps going on and on, man. I love that one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that one's so good. I, honestly, I'm just gonna
3: keep ripping off 80s cartoons until <laughs> we get a cease and desist. That's all. know we made it. When they actually know that we exist, I'm like, we we did it, guys. Now we can get our own
2: jingles.
1: Even the license is like all that music anymore, I don't think anyone cares. This is our pipe dream here,
2: Josh. Just give it to us. Allow us to have it.
3: Yeah. Let me think that there's a day in the future where I got a see some desist from like Disney or Disney overlords. I'm sure they own it by this point.
2: So our science discovers today is fossil tracks may reveal an ancient elephant nursery. Preserved oh, footprints God. of newborn. Uh, somethings are roughly the size of drink. Pachyderms. So they have the, the image of it. Thank God. They put it right in the front. they, Most of the time on these um, anthropology um, (laughs) and paleontology articles, they don't like to put, like, the actual pictures in there. You have to click on, like, all, like, the, the hyperlinks within the article. But what they have here is it looks like a bed of, like, hardened clay with, like, a small crater in it. And the crater is about a foot and a half in diameter. Wait.
3: Did they say uh, no? They said the size of a coaster. Oh, that's
2: millimeters. Oh, that's that, thought no, those centimeters. Were inches. Okay. Holy that's shit! Centimeters. Yeah. Yes.
3: Oh my God! It's a 15 centimeter circle. That's it. I
1: think this fits in the category of uh, whenever I think last week of um, probably a rock, where you <laughs> know we had those those ancient tools uh, <laughs> that you know, supposedly you killed the rabbit with. The ancient peoples killed the rabbit with. Um this this indentation it was probably just a rock.
3: Dude, do you know how many times I've walked on like you know when you get those like shale, like the big rock like shale cliff kind of things up on a like a coast of a, like a lake. Yeah. There's coaster sized perfect circles in those all the time. I'm not like, oh, I've discovered an ancient elephant. Elephant track." Oh, I'm a paleontologist, mama. <laughs>
0: God, so stupid. <laughs> well,
2: I, you just don't have the credentials to be able to be saying that. That's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all it is.
3: If,
1: if you had a, a you know a magnifying glass, a a little brush, and you know a, a few hundred thousand dollars worth of diplomas, hell, you'd be getting your name on sciencenews.org. Dude, I want
3: to I want to go take a bunch of pictures now of stuff that I just claim is <laughs> ancient shit that I find.
2: I, I love this article continues. They found a, a bunch of footprints, basically. It goes, the mix of elephant tracks at the site suggests that a family group, including newborns, juveniles, and adult females frequented, uh, frequented the area and possibly used it as a nursery. So what are
3: those, those? Those aren't just footprints, though. There's a bunch of footprints, and they're clearly from a shoe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they did. Hey, hey, Let's read the caption. Series of the three fossilized Neanderthal fo- footprints. Um, they blah, said blah, Neanderthal? Blah. N- these are yeah, different yeah. ones. Yeah. Sorry, they said Neanderthal.
3: No, but look at them. They're they're not just a foot. They're like a, literally like a dress shoe.
1: <laughs> they they uh, could have well. had some sort of, you, you know, uh, makeshift sandal.
3: I really fucking doubt it.
2: Neanderthals. These are 100,000-year-old fossils that have been washed over time. In your timeline, it's probably like 30 years or something. I don't know.
0: (laughs) This is so... (laughs) Millennial Kingdom timeline.
3: (laughs) I don't think this is 30 days. I think a guy went through walking through it and then took
2: a picture of his own footprints. (laughs) Well, I'm assuming because uh, this is all, like, glossy. So it looks like hard, glossy, like, dried clay material. Yeah, I think they poured a bunch of mud out somewhere, tromped through it,
3: threw a drink coaster down, and said, this is an elephant track, waited for it to harden, and then took pictures of it. They wrapped this whole thing up in three hours. Nothing here resembles anything like reality if, if from what they claim. The like logical their claims are do not yeah. resemble reality.
2: The logical conclusions of paleontologists are always like the dumbest things ever. They're like, well, we found some elephant footprints and some Neanderthal footprints. Therefore, it was a nursery. It was a, it was a hunting ground. They even say the the very last like um, uh, paragraph here. What's more, the the presence of preserved Neanderthal footprints at the site suggests that ancient hominids. Foraged there uh, and may have preyed upon young elephants or scavenged dead elephants or other creatures. It's like, wow. Wow. Because overlapping those two different scenarios, those two different events around relatively the same time is definitely realistic, right? Footprints. They're saying footprints. Yeah. And they're looking back thousands of years. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah." they were all... 100,000 years. They were all mingling together, obviously. Like, this doesn't...
3: I guarantee if you could see off the side of this picture, like, if it could wide frame out and you could see the side, there'd be, like, a guy with, like, a boot on a stick that's, like, chung-chung, 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 and it's just for the photo op. Like, when you see in a cartoon and they, like, have, like, fake footprints out the other way because somebody's, like, tromping around in, like, snowshoes, it's like that. This is oh, so dumb.
2: I love this. God, I can't.
3: Please look. do yourselves a favor and look at this evidence that they found of these 100,000-year-old footprints. It, it's so dumb.
1: I love the conclusion. So I'm, I'm skimming through the actual uh, Na- Nature article or the, the actual paper on this and trying to find out, like, what they're using to justify the fact that these are genuine footprints and that they're from, you know, such-and-such such era Um, as opposed to, because most of the descriptions are saying that they're, like, it's tracking techniques, effectively, where, you know, you see a footprint in the mud, or um, and and whatnot, where it's, like, just the imprint there in the ground, but I'm not finding any actual, I'm I'm only skimming through it, you know, right now, but uh, they they at least don't focus on any actual, I guess, forensic um, forensic investigation of these footprints to Try and identify them past. This looks like a foot.
2: They they didn't even carbon date anything? What the fuck?
1: Uh, let me do a control F for carbon dating.
2: <laughs>
3: These are the same people that try to convince you that like an Indian guy can put his head to the ground and like hear the buffalo from a hundred miles away. Like that's kind of what they did. They're like, oh, we used to use tracking techniques.
2: Well, uh, it's to, all to made give- up. To give some insight about what paleontologists think about um, the hunting habits of the Neanderthals, this guy, he says, um, Neanderthals probably were not foolhardy enough to take on full-size elephants. So... (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) But didn't, didn't they teach us... Didn't they teach us back in school how, like, the Native Americans used to hunt down, like, the woolly mammoths as, like, tribes people?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how they drove them to extinction, too. Yeah.
2: Can- what the hell is he talking
1: about? Did he forget that? Did he forget that? <laughs> Are, can Neander- do Neanderthals not understand, like, what is teamwork or <laughs> strategy in hunting? What, I don't know. Like- what
2: is even a tribe?
1: Yeah. This is clearly
2: <laughs> a guy that
3: fucking pissed away all the time he had to write his thesis and then had to find elephant tracks on, the, like, the week before his paper was due. Like,
1: so this- I, I, I'm seeing that they used a, a optically stimulated luminescence, uh, a luminescence dating method um, for measuring doses from ionizing radiation. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, poor
3: no shit. That's not. fucking it's- stupid as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about?
2: Yeah, that is
3: a string of words to hope that no one even looks into that and
2: just goes, "Wow, that guy must be smarter than me." It, it's a science that is thoroughly tested and verified, Aaron. Mind you, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We had a
3: lot of four or five syllable words in a row. Didn't you hear me use luminescence and radiation like right together in the same I, sentence? You I wonder. Probably
2: should believe me. Yeah, I wonder what the accuracy is on that test, like plus or minus like one hundred fifty thousand years now. <laughs>
3: What, the optical luminescence yes. of radiation on the surface of a coaster-sized elephant footprint? Yeah, no, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's not accurate at all. <laughs> Josh is sitting damn, over I there trying to figure it out. So yeah. Stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll come back next. This is he's why doing a scan right now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> Enhance. <Jesus
1: Christ. laughs> this, uh, this article is very optically stimulating. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Beam me back to the uh, Neolithic period.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it, uh. It, it's uh, it's supposed to be a similar sort of method to radiocarbon dating, where you look at radiation ship, but it's for minerals instead of organic materials. This I'm reading now, so I, I would presume it has. Well, um, I I don't know how that worked because radiocarbon is based on the. the Carbon from organic materials. So yeah, I'll have to read up on this and you know give some shitty explanation next week.
3: It's gonna be a shitty explanation because there's no way that it's real or valuable or anything useful.
1: <laughs> Just wait, th- this could be the one useful uh forensic dating method that we have.
3: Ocular luminescent radiation testing. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, sure. Optically
1: stimulated luminescence.
3: Oh. I'm not a scientist. You must forgive me for my <laughs> my plug speak wow but uh yeah that's the episode thank you guys for listening and uh fucking call in call in and tell yeah, me right,
1: if, want if talk you about. want to tell if you want to tell Aaron that uh his episodes uh, that he's no Matt long when it comes to uh, having biblical justification for silly historical events then uh and call on him give him shit about it 832-666-0911. <laughs>
2: and also if you like to tell them that millennial kingdom is offensive to boomers and generation x (laughs) and millennials no 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 it's our kingdom
1: we're not a lot of a kingdom that's like uh, you know probably implies slavery or something perfect at
2: least patriarchy (laughs) (laughs) perfect all right guys thanks for listening have a good night
1: don't tell me
0: you don't like my show
1: Whatever, fuck this shit. I have
2: a PlayStation raincoat. You've got mail. What the fuck?